Hi everybody, I'm Chrissy Bycam, the hippie Christian who cares, and Merry Christmas. It is actually December 29th, and today is the fifth day of Christmas. Yep, Christmas starts on Christmas Day and goes all the way to January 5th, and on January 6th, the church celebrates the coming of the wise men to see Jesus. So that 12 days is considered Christmas time. And yet most of us have been spending practically since Halloween and definitely since Thanksgiving Christmas time. But the truth is in the Christian church, Christmas starts on Christmas Day and goes through January 5th. The four weeks prior is Advent, and many of you just celebrated that with me. So stick with me for a two-part series on Christmas and the 12 days of Christmas. I learned about the 12 days of Christmas from my mom. Growing up, we didn't get a Christmas tree until the middle of December. My sister's birthday is December 11th, and often my mom and dad would take her out to lunch and go get a Christmas tree and bring it home. And then sometimes it would sit in the garage even for a week before we decorated it. And a big, big reason for that is because my mom wanted the Christmas tree up for the entire 12 days of Christmas. In the liturgical church, in the Christian church setting, Christmas starts on Christmas Day, and it goes all the way until January 6th. So it ends on the 5th of January, and January 6th is the Wise Men's Day, the day that um, the church celebrates Epiphany, when the wise men came to visit Christ. And so that's how I learned about the 12 days of Christmas. And I think I totally took it for granted, as do most humans in this world. But I started to really appreciate it. And about 10 years ago, I started to really celebrate it and share it because Jesus is such an amazing gift. And how do we not want to share that with others? How do we not want to continue to unwrap that ourselves, myself, ourselves, everyone? (laughs) I think you're following me. Honestly, this just happened to me today. There was a pair of gloves. You know, those gloves that come in the two pack, they're kind of stretchy. They're awesome. Like I love them. Well, my husband bought me a pair and put a little post-it note on it and said, happy holidays, baby, and set it on the counter in kind of a bowl of like junky stuff. Well, the dark glove sort of matched the dark bowl and I didn't even see it. So I couldn't really take advantage of this gift because I didn't even know it existed. And it reminded me so much of this podcast and what I want to do. I just want people to see the gift and know it is for them and open the gift. And that gift is Jesus or to understand that 
my Jesus is your Jesus too, but is yours in a completely personal way. So 12 days of Christmas, I have done a wide variety of stuff. And this year, my theme is to keep talking about the music of Christmas because I love the music so much and sort of tie it all in together. Sometimes it might have to do with the gift that the 12 days of Christmas actually talks about. Sometimes it just has to do with the overall feeling. So stick with me. It's not necessarily any rhyme or reason, but sometimes it is what God puts on my heart. So it comes out my mouth. So the first day of Christmas is December 25th. And I'm just going to rewind really quick because I actually made a spreadsheet. And if you know me, that is the craziest thing in the world. So that's like a real divine thing, like God interacting in a way that says, put it in a spreadsheet so that you can keep track of it and it'll make sense and it'll be more clear. So hopefully this is all very clear to you. So the first day of Christmas, and I'm going to stop again. Yeah, clearly not as organized as I hope to be. But this is just a two-part series, this week and next week, because next week is actually the 5th. And so it'll be the last day of Christmas. So how perfect is that? And so two-part series. This week, I'm just going to go through the 29th of December and then next week, I'll hit the rest of the days of Christmas and the songs that go with it and talk a little bit more about that. And hopefully we'll end up with 12 amazing takeaways that we can start our new year in or with. Start in the new year with these takeaways. How's that? So first one is December 25th the first day of Christmas. And we know that um, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me is a partridge in a pear tree. And sometimes they say that the legend says that these all have biblical meanings and a partridge in a pear tree would be Christ on the cross. I did a pretty extensive research and it says that it's probably really cool. And, and I think God is amazing how sometimes you can take everything and relate it to God. Of course you can, because God is the author of life. And so that just makes total sense. It's how I make up these songs and relate them to the first day of Christmas and beyond. But what resonated to me this year is joy to the world. And my sister and I watched The Preacher's Wife, which is a modern version of The Bishop's Wife, both excellent movies, but let's be honest, it is not at all hard to watch Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. Hello, beautiful people. And so in that, Whitney Houston sings Joy to the World with the Georgia um, choir. Beautiful, so beautiful and so filled with excitement and just booming with enthusiasm. And I mean, she sings like an angel and the choir is like angelic. And so I thought of Luke 2.10, where 
the angel says, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all people. And that's the takeaway is born in the manger on Christmas. Well, born in the manger on that day that we now celebrate as Christmas is Jesus Christ, a savior for all people. The first takeaway is the best takeaway, and it's the only takeaway that you will need. But there's more. So I loved it when I went to church on December 26, the second day of Christmas, and the scripture reading for the day was Luke 2, 21 through 24. And that particular section of scripture talks about when Jesus, when Jesus, when Joseph and Mary took Jesus to the temple for presentation. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. When the time of their purification, according to the law of Moses, had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons, otherwise known as two turtle doves. And interesting in the version that they used at church, it did actually say two turtle doves. And I just loved it because it was the second day of Christmas. And so I knew that, and I knew that I would be talking about it on Facebook. And that particular day, I had chosen the Christmas song by Dave Matthews. And I chose it because I love that this super contemporary popular singer chose to write and record a song about Jesus. And it's just done in such a hipster way that it is so cool. Like she was his girl. He was her boyfriend. I, you know, and then they're talking about a surprise on the way any day, any day, one healthy little giggling, dribbling baby boy. I mean, come on, that is so fun how he just puts it so modern. And then talks about his childhood, but just always comes back. His heart was full of love, love, love. And he just says love so many times in the song and love, love, love is all around. I also love that he says, I come to shed a little light on this darkening scene. So much of it really does point to scripture. And is it 100% accurate? No. But does it make us think? And does it hopefully make somebody look to investigate who this Jesus is and, and perhaps unwrap the present? I hope so. I think it is so amazing that you can you can take your creativity and, and use it towards, for, for 
for something good. I totally stuttering here, but I, but I love anything that helps point to Jesus and we're not all going to be correct. And sometimes God uses bad theology to help people to come to know Jesus. None of us are going to have perfect theology, but it's okay. Keep trusting your pastors and priests and, and spiritual mentors and people that you know that are connected to God's word and connected to their faith because that's how we learn. And that's how I learn. I would love, I love it when people are like, I really like this part of your podcast, but I thought this part was weird. And I wondered why you said that. And th- that's how, that's how we learn. That's how we dig deeper. And that there's that word again, dig deeper. It's super classic Christian to say that, but it is true. It's how we keep unveiling new things. And when I, ke- when I kept reading this these passages of Christ's birth that I thought I was very, very familiar with. It was amazing during Advent how much more I learned. And I love how Dave Matthews just keeps talking about the love of Christ. And so it's, can I, can I really connect it to two turtle doves? Nope not even a little other than the scripture that happened to mention that Mary and Joseph were sacrificing two turtle doves on that day. And the truth is that was a sacrifice for poor people. If you had more money, you sacrificed a bigger animal, but that just showed that Jesus came into a world really with nothing. And so that's why I sort of loved how Dave Matthews just sort of takes it and makes it really common and really relatable because Jesus is relatable. Sorry. I apologize because I couldn't click off fast enough. My mouse wasn't working and I apologize because I don't really edit as well as I should. There's how I connect with Dave Matthews because I'm just real life, real crunk kind of person. And I just hope you'll listen anyways. So day three, December 27th is the third day of Christmas. And my true love gave to me three French hens. Again, my song doesn't necessarily relate to three French hens, but the rumor has it, the three French hens were, um, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But as I was playing on the 27th, I went to my daughter my daughter and son-in-laws for two days and babysat my three amazing grandchildren. I have six amazing grandchildren, but I was babysitting these three. And we went outside and played in the snow and we were really having a true white Christmas and it felt super Christmassy. And we were talking about Jesus and I asked what they thought baby Jesus looked like. 
And Cecilia actually went and got this little felt Jesus that they use as a countdown to Christmas. And of course, it's, you know, little baby white Jesus. And Jude was talking about what he thought Jesus looked like. And he compared Jesus's skin color to his own. And it reminded me of some children see him. And the version I love is James Taylor's version. I think because I hadn't heard it in a long time. And when James Taylor's Christmas album came out, I love him so much. And he sings so beautifully. And then he sang this song that I knew because of my mom. And I know I talk about my mom a lot. She's pretty awesome. And she loved Christmas. And so she often used that song in Christmas plays. And we would hold up pictures of baby Jesus in with different colors of skin and different, you know, hair and different eye shapes and things like that. And I really love it because as we grow up, we know that Jesus was Jewish. He was Hebrew and he was Middle Eastern. So of course he had darker skin and probably had brown eyes and dark hair and thick hair and probably wasn't white at all. And yet somehow when we are small, we envision Jesus to look like us. And I don't think that's horrendously wrong. And I don't think in this particular case, it has to do with anything like white privilege or anything. I just think no matter who you are, you relate to Christ. And so you sort of see this image that you relate to. And I go back to that we are created in his image. And we all know that God being all powerful and almighty and omnipotent, that if he wanted to come down as a, as a white baby, he could have, or a black baby, he could have, or an Asian baby, or a uh, Native American baby, he could have. He could have come down in any form. But it was important that he came from this line of David, from how the how God set it up that out of the family of Jesse, which is where King David comes from, that that Jesus would come too. So when Jesus is born of Mary through Joseph, Mary and Joseph out of the line of David, people started putting two and two together that what God was talking about was true and that this is our savior. But the interesting thing is when Jesus is born, it's not like there's social media. It's not like there's cell phones. It's not like there's instant news. It really was a very silent night. I don't think I'm using that hymn or song. So I threw it in there anyways. But that, my friends, was my day three celebration of the 12 days of Christmas. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds. Some say four collie birds. And somehow over the years, 
the collie birds changed to calling birds, the thought is that collie birds are like a blackbird, some sort of dark as coal bird that do potentially sing, but I think it turned into calling birds because a singing bird just sounds more holiday-ish than just a big old blackbird. And it made me wonder, because come on, if there's going to be a, a song that goes with it for four calling birds or four collie birds, it would be Blackbird by the Beatles and Paul McCartney. And I wondered, could I really tie that into the whole 12 Days of Christmas situation? And I got to say, uh, yeah, I really can because blackbirds singing in the dead of night. Let me just quickly look on my spreadsheet so I give you the right um, verse. But again, back to Luke. Luke tells the story so well. Luke 2.13 says... Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men who on whom his favor rests. And remember, the shepherds are in the field at night, and an angel appears to them, and the glory of the Lord shone right shown around about them shown around them round about I think that works too so blackbird singing in the dead of night yeah hello hark the herald angels sing so I'm doing a mosh I'm saying blackbird and hark the herald angels sing fun fact about blackbird is the story goes that the Beatles came to the United States and it was in the 60s during the civil rights movement and there was black women who were going to school in a segregated situation and they were you know being called names and terrible things like that so they wrote the song blackbird because in London blackbird is often referred to as girls. And so this story is sort of their reflection of that, which is kind of a cool thing too, because again, great news or good news of great joy for all people. But I giggled because as I was looking at the, the collie birds, that would be blackbirds and wondering if the song blackbird um, could potentially fit at all um take these broken wings and learn to fly like we're all broken humans and when we have jesus we are made perfect so certainly that matched up um all my life i've only you have been waiting for this moment to arise i mean who hasn't been waiting for christ to come and who isn't waiting for him to come again but my real song is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And I like the version by Jewel. I think she has a great Christmas album out too. So this is just, of course, all my um, 
endorsements. Exactly what these people want is Chris, <laughs> Chrissy Bakke, the hippie Christian, endorsing their album. They don't need that. I'm just saying, I've got like four of you listening. So Susie, go out and buy Jewel. No, seriously though, she does have a great Christmas album. And I love her version of Heart the Herald Angels Sing. And, and the thing that resonates with me and I'm just going to throw it in there too, because the other version is, let's be honest, the peanuts. You just can't get any more beautiful than Charlie Brown Christmas. And at the very end, they sing, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. And this glory to God that the angels were praising on peace on earth, goodwill to men. I also like it's, God and sinners reconciled, because that is the whole reason Jesus comes. Jesus comes to die, to pay the price for sin for all of us so that we can go to heaven. And so sometimes on Christmas Eve, when you sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and they get and you get to the part where it says, God and sinners reconcile. And when I say, when you get to the part, when I get to the part, like sometimes I can't even sing it because I am so overwhelmed with the emotion that God would love me so much that he would forgive every single sin of mine. That's absolutely amazing. And I am grateful. So for calling birds, for collie birds, yeah, blackbirds singing in the dead of night. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill to men. Yeah, maybe it was a bunch of blackbirds singing that managed to look like angels. Who knows? I think that's a cool thing. I think that's a potential depiction of an artwork. I should have stopped right at and peace on earth, goodwill to men. But then I always have to add that extra piece in there. Oh, that should be a piece of art. Like I just don't know when to shut up sometimes. So sorry about that, but I do think it would be a cool piece of art, all these blackbirds with little halos. Wouldn't that be funny? Speaking of peace on earth, today is December 29th. That's the day I'm recording this. So if you are listening on December 29th, it is the fifth day of Christmas and my true love gave to me five golden rings and I'm telling you, in the world of the 12 days of Christmas, my hands down all-time favorite version is John Denver and the Muppets. The Muppets are hilarious. And Miss Piggy does five golden rings, and then eventually she'll go ba-dum-bum-bump. Just great. It's a great version, and it's hilarious. There's actually a couple versions by the Muppets. Seriously, puppets recording songs twice. It just doesn't get any better than that. But that's not the song. The song today, when I thought of five golden rings and expensive gifts and also resonating with yesterday's theme of glory to God in the highest and peace to men whom his favor rests, it made me think of Peace on Earth slash The Little Drummer, Drummer Boy by David Bowie and Bing Crosby. And if you have never heard it, it's so good. First of all, coupling David Bowie with Bing Crosby, like 
super contemporary modern and you know old school Bing Crosby their voices sounded angelic together and the message is amazing never really cared for the little drummer boy because who wants a drum solo with your newborn baby that's ridiculous but we all know the meaning behind the little drummer boy it is giving a gift to Jesus giving your gifts back to Jesus the the giver of gifts and whenever we give it back whenever we pour out who we are and what we do for God it always comes back to us and then the peace on earth part of the song is just saying you know can we achieve this you know and I and I hope that I can teach my children to love your children and I hope that we can show our babies what true peace on earth is and that is caring for other people and that is an excellent thing and it is f worth far more than any golden rings on this earth and far more than all the riches and so my takeaway on this is let's all strive for peace let's all give what we have for Jesus to each other you know I'm not talking about just putting money in a collection plate at church that's a good thing to do and it helps run a church and keeps it functioning and anything you give to God I promise you comes back to you in one way or another but also when we do stuff for others Jesus said to help people Jesus tells us you know when you fed me when you clothed me when you gave me water when you visited me in prison he was talking about when you help others you are doing that for me and so think about how you are contributing to peace on earth and think about how you are contributing the gifts that God has given you to help this world out. So even though 12 divided by 2 is 6, I'm stopping at the fifth day of Christmas because that is today, December 29th. And I will give you the conclusion of the 12 days of Christmas and the songs that I have chosen and the takeaways that we can ponder I call them points to ponder because of the whole pondering of Mary and I think because I was Mary and I got to ponder all these things in my heart that's what I say now so stick with me and come back next week for the rest of day 6 through day 12 I believe we will be at January 5th when we return. And in the meantime, listen to the songs. Listen to Joy to the World by Whitney Houston and the Georgia Choir. Listen to the Christmas song by Dave Matthews. Listen to Some Children See Him by James Taylor and Blackbird by the Beatles and Hark the Herald Angels Sing by Jewel and Peace on Earth 
slash The Little Drummer Boy by David Bowie and Bing Crosby and get inspired and celebrate Christmas and keep enjoying the season. See you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody.